Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Supernatural fans, we're back for the mid-season finale for this week right here. Are you wondering what the repercussions are going to be for Dean now that Kaya's spear has been destroyed? Do you think Garth is going to be able to help DeMichael or Cass and Sam? And do you think Michael's going to have an army when we come back from the mid-season finale break in January? All that and more coming at you right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. I did it again. I played with your heart. Got lost in the game. Oh, yeah, I know the dance to this. I do. Dance girl, do it girl, do it. I'm not that innocent. Hey guys, we're here for the mid-season finale of Supernatural, and you may be wondering why we're playing Britney Spears, but that's because this is season 14, episode 9, The Spear. So, she is the only Spears we really ever should ever know about. Jamie Lynn, sorry. Britney is the one. She's number one. Team Britney. And you know what? Michael did it again. He did do it again. Darn you, Michael. Darn it. Hey, guys. My name is Lindsay Wagner, and tonight I'm joined by my, my amazing co-host, Miss Cherry Davis. Hey, everybody. Happy holidays. We are missing Jackie this week, but she will be back when we get back in January. Uh, January 17th is when uh, season 14, episode 10 will be airing, so you guys join us then. But for right now, let's talk about tonight's episode the spear. Cherry, what are your initial thoughts about this week? Mind blown. I knew there was going to be some <laughs> problems. I knew there was going to be some trouble. I knew there was going to be some fighting. Did not see what Michael did. Blew my mind. I literally went like, <gasps> shocking. I had so many like shocked moments, you know, when they do the fan videos, when they're revealing something happening, like when Dean woke up with the demon eyes and, you know, they do reaction shots. I feel like if someone was shooting reaction (laughs) shots of me, this would have been the episode to do it this season so far because there were just so many like aha moments and wow and no and screaming and... my face the whole episode was like to that sound as I'm sure all of you guys were feeling out there watching this episode so far and that you will feel if you haven't seen it yet and you're tuning in right now to watch us talk about it first uh you know it's Christmas time it's the holiday season it's 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 all about that and poor Kansas City is just going to be taken (laughs) off the map it is. Michael wants to do a redo or a reboot of the mistakes he made before. And he thought to himself, a whole city full of demons and monsters? I can work with that. Like, true psychopath. Yes, diabolical. Diabolical. I mean, 
if you're evil, this is the greatest plan. It was a, it's a really good plan. You turn all the people, so you now have an army, and you just make your way, and you're in the middle of the United States, yes. so you just fan out. Spread them out. And they're cannon fodder, because he's not 2.0-ing all of them. He just does it for a select few. It's it's crazy, and I'm I'm so scared as to what's <laughs> going to happen and all the things. But obviously, we're all happy to see Jack back. Um, hey, Jack. Not completely like you know with his powers yet, but but back and healthy, and you know in being included. Yes, I thought it was really interesting what Michael said because I wasn't sure if he was what how it was going to come to be with him being back to being an archangel. And when Michael said, "Oh, it's going to be a while." You're going to be my little uh, friend to the end of the world. And Jack was like, no. (laughs) Well, I think with uh, Jack's worries about Kelly in heaven, I know that this is not the last we're going to be seeing of heaven this season and what's going on up there with Mm -hmm. Naomi and the empty. uh, and, And I'm a little worried about Cass saying we all, I was upset last week when he said, don't tell Sam and Dean. We know they always got to lie and they've always got to keep <laughs> secrets from each other. But he said, I'm not going to be happy for a long time because Michael's still out there and they've got so many other things to worry about. Do you think that's true? I love Castillo, but when is he ever really happy? But, which is true. So, He's always so like then the empty can't come after him. Yeah. The empty made a mistake because I think she thought he's like a tra-la-la, happy, happy angel. He's always like an Eeyore. Oh, no. (laughs) What are we going to do, boys? It's like, oh, Castiel. So you don't think we're going to see the demise of him this season or potentially next season? Do you think this is just an empty promise? He's there's way too much going on. I mean, Jack still hasn't recovered completely. Now we realize that our boys are still in danger, that there's a back door and he's got took over again. And of course, I think we're going to lose a lot of the new hunters and he's become attached to a few of them. So he'll be sad about that. Eeyore. Eeyore. Well, we have the return of Garth tonight. Which is always nice to see. I believe his name is DJ Squalls, correct? He's a delight. He's also on Z Nation. Oh, yeah. A recurring character on Z Nation. Cool, cool, cool. Love him. Uh, He's a cancer recoverer. Oh. So good happiness for you. Happy for you. Um, We got the return of Garth. And momentarily, I was a little nervous, worried that he was turning to the dark side. Mm -hmm. But I was hoping it was just as a ploy to help Sam and Dean, which obviously we find out that it is. And he mentions that he's got to drink, you know, Michael's grace with mixed with blood. And we're not quite sure what's going to happen. And we obviously saw Michael trying this concoction earlier in the season in episode mm-hmm. two or three, where people were just exploding. Yeah. So the odds, apparently, we find out are one in seven. That's not bad if you look at it in the Las Vegas sort of way. No, but to lose our <laughs> beloved Garth, I mean... That would... I thought it was funny because Garth thought he was slick and they didn't realize that the ice turned blue. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because... Well, he's going to have to... Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And uh, we get uh, a little view of... We also get... We get Garth back, but we also get Arthur Ketch back. Yay! And he's going to be coming up in some upcoming episodes. And I am still in contact with David. And we're going to hopefully have him in in the new year to talk about 
his role on the show and everything that's going on with him, but we get uh, you know an appearance by him saying he's found the egg, yeah. which they're going to combine this hopefully with Kaya's uh, spear, and this should help defeat Michael if they're both attacking and you know take him on. Uh, but he somehow has you know had to had to send it in the mail, but he sent it Priority Express certified. He paid extra for that extra. It looks like he he didn't even cheap out and do the United States Postal Service. Oh, God. Instead, he paid... Hey, I love the USPS. Team USPS. He um, went extra and paid for one of the, like, the for-profit companies. How long does it take you to get mail? Because my dad Um, sends me stuff, and it literally will take a week to get here. Like, three days or so. But my mail person, my mail woman's the bomb, and she always delivers stuff, and sometimes she'll hold stuff to make sure I get my stuff okay. Oh, well, that's great. She mm. likes me. She's an angel. Love you, girl. But I thought it was hilarious when um, Ketch had to say, well, you know, I don't have the mental letters. You know why that blew up. And then Dean says, do we appreciate the effort? Do we? I was like, dang, Dean. He was being chased. One guy by himself without backup anymore. Y'all are ungrateful. I- I, I do agree with you on that because he, he no longer has the men of letters because of the boys. So I'm I'm not mad that he delivered this via postal service. Mm-hmm. Uh unfortunately. It got there. It, it, it got, got there. there. When he said it was gonna get there. And, you know, Jack was able to, you know, key like uh, pick the lock and get in there and get it. But uh that vamp I don't understand how Michael figured it out because they didn't tell Garth, or maybe I didn't hear them. He's still in Garth. Dean's head. Oh, yes. He's still Damn. got Dean's memories in his head about things, so yes. I think he's just kind of like got the feelers out. And Vamp comes, and Michael shows up. First off, let's talk about Michael being the female Love from it. the date that Dean went on Love earlier it. in the season, and she's just so... Part of my language, badass. She's a boss. Female. She is a boss. Boss. She is. She is everything. Although I will say, I don't think she picked up on the nuances mm-hmm. of Michael as much as some of the other people that have taken on Michael's presence. I thought it was an interesting interpretation. I thought it was sort of a. I'm not sure exactly if it was from the writer or from the director's point of view, where she uh, didn't embrace his coldness, and she also didn't utilize any of her vampirish vampirism. Mm -hmm. um, I honestly thought he was going to take the werewolf's body or the king vampire or somebody. Yes. But he took hers. So, A, big respect for not being sexist. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she did a interesting job. Um, I kind of like that they didn't make her super vampy sexy. No, she was, she was just more powerful business. and yeah. business. And absolutely, I love that. I thought that was an interesting interpretation. But she didn't, she wasn't Michael Michael. So I'm wondering if maybe Michael isn't able to take her over quite the same because she is a vampire. And because she's not his, she wasn't his preferred host. The best host. And maybe that's it, because she wasn't the preferred body and host for him. So I just, I felt like some of the wonderful evil 
that we see, well, especially when Dean plays it and when we see it at the end of the episode, spoiler alert, sorry. Uh, I really, Dean just does it so well. He really does. And when some of the other um, actors have taken on being Lucifer, they really take that on. And I'm just wondering maybe if the actress playing the role hadn't seen Mm -hmm. much of the show and so just didn't quite have the anything to back it up and to know where to take it and where to go with it. And that's not completely mm-hmm. her fault. But I just, I, I felt like I wanted a little bit more from her. As much as I still liked her and she was badass and she was powerful and she kicked butt, I just missed the, the Michaelisms a little she, bit. She was very cold and analytical about it. And she played it very much, I'm moving chess pieces around. Mm-hmm. But there was none of his, ha ha ha, I'm going to fix this from the last time. Um, he's more emotional than some other actors, and this time, it, since he was unemotional, it was like a complete one eighty. But yeah. there's no reason. But they didn't explain why he was unemotional in the woman's body, or maybe because she was a woman, she was dampening down. Because as a woman, we can't show emotion, or they'll say, "Oh, you're being a chick, cry baby." <laughs> <laughs> I yes, I said that. And in the chat, um, fandom fandom D Saint says. Um, it was it was holding him for some time, but while in time it will break down because she isn't the true vessel, which I totally agree with. And um, Billie Jean, girl 24, hey girl, I think we all noticed something was wrong with Dean when Michael let him go. Now Michael took over his body again. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, he was missing time. I mean, there's something going on. I didn't realize, I, I still kind of think uh, Michael was jumping in his body when we didn't know it. Just to look around. and You think and, so? Yeah, even if it wasn't, um, like, when he's, like, muddling around in his brain, mm-hmm. it's almost like he either has to wait till he was sleeping, or it's like, you know, sometimes when you're lost in thought and your mind is just away, I think when he takes over his mind and he's, like, muddling around to get whatever information he needs, that's when he's kind of distracted. And that's maybe when... Um, when he thinks things with that tunnel thing, maybe that's what happens. When we he's have, like, and we have been seeing him throughout the season since Michael left his body, Dean to kind of go into these not visions but this blurriness, and yes. so maybe then Michael is kind of coming in and out, and that's what that vision is, or Michael had controlled him enough to not even be in his body, but somehow pick up. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like a radio station. Okay, I'm gonna tune in right now. Uh, okay, done. <laughs> tune in Tokyo. Like he told Jack, Jack is a baby, and he's been around for so long that he's watched mountains come up. So I can't imagine how. I mean, like he said, he doesn't think of people or even other demons or other angels as being anything other than just minuscule little toys because they are so much more powerful. They're like the it creatures. Well, she can, she shows up. She melts the egg. Melts it. I thought that we were actually going to get to use this egg and see what happened with it and use it with the spear and have both of them and at least have Michael destroy it when they're both together and not just completely lose hope right there that no no I thought we'd be able to see its powers 
I was curious what it would do, but I was like, I just, even last week I was saying, I am concerned about them fighting Michael. They haven't been able to beat him, really. Michael's like one tough egg, so. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's a toughie, so I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, But I did like the way the egg melting looked. But I thought it would be like some sparks or or something. But it almost felt to me like she was just saying, you know, even if I let you have the egg, this egg ain't going to do nothing. This isn't what you think it is. So maybe. Yeah. So Dean and Cass had to Kaya to try to get the spear from her, and they don't want to fight her for it. Uh, and Cass has noticed Dean is happier, even without a tape deck and baby <laughs> and no music along the way. And you have to sit in silence. It's a long drive to sit in silence. I think he had hope. He does. I think he really believes he, he's going to win. Exactly. He believes he's going to win. He believes he's going to be able to defeat Michael. He's going to believe he believes he's going to do it. Yes. And he's back with a vengeance and wants revenge on him. I was surprised that Kai gave him the spear. Like Were you? really surprised. He in my opinion doesn't really know how to use a spear, not the way she knows how to use a spear. Uh, we saw that. He's a little clumsy with it. And I don't know what she is hiding, but I think it's more than just them chasing her here on our earth. I think something went on, something went down, and she wants to get out. And that little lie that Jack could send them back, that's such a Winchesterism. Well, really? You don't think Jack can... He doesn't, he's not like an archangel where he can do that anymore. I don't think he can do that anymore. I think if his powers get up, he might be able to. Yeah, but his powers aren't going to come back for a long time. And I'm not sure if Kaya is immortal in that sense. Yeah, like the way the angels are immortal. Well, we've been seeing a lot of the boys convince people this season to help them. Like we did the other episode with, uh, what's her name? The mom. Let's just call her the mom. The mom. The mom from was that last, was that last week's episode? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, when they convinced her to help with uh, getting Jack back mm-hmm. and and using the the spell and Lily, Lily Thunder, Lily. Lily yes, Lily. That was appealing to her as a parent, as a mother, just as a decent person. Because her character was never. But what Dean I'd call did the evil. same thing. He said he's he's fighting to protect his family and the ones he loves. And Kai admits. She's also fighting to protect people that she loves. Yes. And so, I mean, obviously, I think he appealed to her on that level. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he says this lie that they'll be able to get her back into the bad world where she at least will have her magic and her powers back. And Mm -hmm. she's going to be chased by monsters, but at least it won't be Michael's monsters. Now, here's the issue that's going to arise is that obviously what's the favor that they can do for her? And she tells him he has to bring the spear back. Um, or she'll come and kill him. Yes. And he's well, not going to bring the spear well, back. Well, and he's not going to bring the spear back because obviously he breaks it he at the end it. of the episode. And she doesn't have powers the way she does here, like she does on her other Earth. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how she could kill uh, Michael, but I almost wonder if the spear, whatever spear like object she holds, becomes imbued with a certain amount of power because I think the power comes kind of from her. Within? Yes. I hope so 
because the repercussion of breaking that spear and losing Dean because he broke, he himself actually broke it as Michael, but he broke it is, I feel like, going to be worse. It's going to be bad. That he can't deliver this. And I feel like they're not going to have to seek her out. She's going to seek them out. Oh, yeah. And she's going to be pissed. She's going to be pissed. She's already pissed anyway. Um, and the other thing I thought was interesting was they didn't say, will you come with us to fight Michael? Instead, it was, I want the spear. I'll bring it back because of um, Dean's misplaced confidence. And I love Dean. Love you. But he was he was super confident. I mean... They've already been beaten by Michael a couple of times. <laughs> so, you know, what different what what difference are you doing? Because she was barely able to fight Michael when Michael was at his weakest. I don't think she thinks she can take Michael when he's at the level that he is right now. Sure. Poll question for you guys. So when Dean was using the spear later on, so awkwardly. Do you think that Dean is actually really good at working with a spear and he literally had to dumb himself down to do that because he was so awkward it was com- it was comedic and I feel like Jensen Ackles is just literally good at every single thing that he does <laughs> um obviously <laughs> so do you feel like that literally was hard for him to pretend that he could not wield a spear let us know what you think. Let us know in the comments on YouTube right now. Let us know by tweeting us. Let us know on iTunes and SoundCloud. Tell us if you're subscribing, because Cherry's going to tell you something really important right now. Hey, After Buzzers. Our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz TV continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel. And check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments, and we'll thank you with lots of love and affection because we adore and love all of you. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Uh, Deanna in the chat, I agree with you. Jensen is practically perfect in every way. He is perfect. I've hugged him. I'm so jealous right now. (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to fangirl. I'm just going to continue to read my notes. Um, Fandom D. Saint said they should be enlisting her for help. Oh, I want to be the one to kill Michael? Yes. Stop being selfish and think smart, Dean. You know Dean doesn't think smart like that. You know that. Fandom, I agree with you, but I think... I wish they would have enlisted Kaya, but I don't think she would have gone. I don't think she's ready to take on Michael at this point because he's so powerful. And not that she is afraid of him by any means, but I think she wants to feel confident... Mm -hmm. And go in prepared and ready. And I just don't think she felt ready at this point. No. Um, and I think she's just kind of over running and, and being chased. She kind of just wants to, like, chill for a second. And she uh, thinks Michael and Sam are pretty much the same because she's always having these, like, flashbacks of when he yelled at her when she was just mm-hmm. regular Kaya. There's animosity. Kaya. Yeah. 
for sure. But I really did love that scene with Dean and Kaya. I thought it was a really powerful scene, seeing the two of them together. And I enjoy seeing the strong, empowered women mm-hmm. um, in this episode today. It was awesome. It was directed by Amian Catarali, who also directed Mint Condition, Bring Him Back Alive, and a couple of other Supernatural episodes. I was hoping she might be able to come on, but she um, sent me a tweet saying that she's in New York right now, and it's just way too late for her bedtime. Oh. Maybe next episode Maybe that next you direct. Time. Uh, so Michael kidnaps Jack, and they have this conversation. And Michael says Jack is going to become more and more like him over time, and time is going to mean nothing, and he'll eventually forget about Sam and Dean and Cass, and he'll gain his powers back, and there'll be two little peas in a pod. Do you agree with that, Cherry? I think Michael is lonely, and he, she, wants to have a friend for the end of the world and the end of time. And she's decided that Jack, because he is so new and kind of unformed, that she feels she can mold him into being the perfect number two. Do you guys, I don't think that'll work, though. I don't think it's going to work. Do you guys think it's going to work? Do you think that Jack is going to all of a sudden, over 10, 20, a century years, forget about Sam and Dean? Thousands of years. You talk about thousands. thousands of years. Um, I think they've imprinted too much on him, and his fascination with humans um, will affect his behavior. But if there aren't any humans around, I think eventually, after tens of thousands of years, you might kind of forget about him because you know they're not around they're anymore. Not be they're around. literally not going to be around <laughs> they're not anymore. Be around anymore. Um, I also thought. Uh, I knew she wasn't going to use Jack, at least for power, you know, in within her army at this moment, at least not yet. But we also found out this episode that nothing can stop, you know, Michael 2.0s, his little minions and babies, uh, except for being beheaded. Yes. And Sam shows, of course, we say, don't go in alone, guys. Don't don't do it alone. Go in as a team. Well, no one's going to listen to anyone. And Sam goes in alone. We get two beheadings right there, which, heck yeah, (laughs) finds Jack, sees Garth, and then Garth is taken over by Michael. And he, you know, he's just, he's got Michael in his head and he attacks, uh, you know, Sam. And he also throws, first off, the actor playing Jack or the stunt guy playing Jack for that spin move. I rewound and watched it twice because it was such a great, like, turn like some sort of karate mm-hmm. or judo like turn thing it looked amazing always stunt and fight choreography for the show is top notch every time always on uh time. they do always a perfect. really 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 great. great job uh thankfully we have we have to put you know garth in a chokehold but i'm wondering do you think he's gonna be more help to the boys uh, meaning Cass and Sam, or do you think he's going to be more help to Michael? And do you think Michael being in Dean is going to be able to sway him completely to that side? Or do you think that Dean will somehow take over and he'll he'll go more towards Sam and Cass? Well, Robert Barons wrote this episode, and I really liked how he's enriched what the 2.0 does. I didn't realize that they then became almost like symbiotes to Michael and he could just take them over and 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 move them around like little Muppets or Chess puppets pieces. or whatever. I thought that was really good. And I do think unless they're able to get out the grace, 
they're either going to have to behead him or put him in the cage like Jack reminded uh, Michael his uncle is in the cage and you're just you know a cheap imitation of family he knows who his family Oof. is that's bad cheap Scary. imitation I don't want you you're not my family I don't care about you and I'm going to escape the minute I can so says Jack well I am I'm, I'm nervous for Garth uh, and Sam is definitely going to blame himself yes. considering he pulled him out of retirement to go do that to go take on this kind of mission, but Sam and Dean needed somebody on the end. I don't think that was really effective, though. I don't think it was. I mean, they found out where Kaya was because of him and where they were and where Mm -hmm. they were going to go next, but I think Michael would have let them know anyway because he wanted them to come Yeah, he wanted them to go, so he So I think you're right. Maybe this wasn't the best decision for them to make and to put somebody else's life in danger and risk Mm -hmm. it yet again. Yeah, and they I feel like they need to reach out to other allies. And I know this is going to sound weird, but I almost wonder if the darkness might eventually become an ally. The darkness. Yes. To Sam and Dean or yeah, to To Sam and Dean. I don't think she'd like um Michael because Michael You mean like the darkness Amara? Yeah, yes. I think I almost wonder if maybe She'll come back and sort of see what's going on and be like, no, Michael can't do this. He's going to mess up my angels and my demons coming into my Mm -hmm. neverworld. And I don't like that. I'm bored. I want to sleep with my friends and just have a big, huge sleepover with everybody and chill. (laughs) Just want to sleep. Well, I definitely liked the regroup once uh, Dean and Cass arrived and the four of them, like, walking in, ready to go after Michael. so cool. I loved it. I loved I knew that was, I'm like, all right, where is it? Where are all four of them going to be lined up? Dean's going to be kind of awkwardly holding the spear while Cass and, you know, Sam are holding their angel blades. And Jack's just kind of like, all right, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Squad goals. Squad goals. Squad goals. True. True story. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I kind of, this is where I saw more of Michael was in this scene, mm-hmm. uh, the, the female playing Michael, when He's waiting for them to arrive, and she kind of keeps adjusting herself. Mm-hmm. And she actually looked nervous, and that's why I was like, wait a second. You're Michael. You're not nervous. <laughs> They're going to show up. Why are you showing any sense of weakness? That, like, for a second she thinks... Are they going to come? Why are you adjusting yourself? You know they're going to show up. And obviously she senses Cass showing up and easily takes him down and isn't stupid enough to not think that all three of the other boys are in tow, even though she easily once again takes out Sam and Jack. And Mm -hmm. Dean shows up trying to use this spear and just at least he didn't look as awkward with the spear at this point. Barely. Not as awkward. Not as awkward. But... Slices her, him, slices Michael, and is is the, because that was the spear that he also got in his arm, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, is is the spear actually killing the host body? Oh, I don't think it killed him, but I think what it was, what he wanted was for them to get that moment where they thought, we're going to win, we're going to do it, that way they were able to kind of just destroy their belief and take over um, Dean's body. But this is where I think this idea that Michael doesn't necessarily have to be in the body to control the other person. 
but he has to be in a body like be in a body but that's the point though he's in this woman's body and dean has the spear to him and doesn't kill him and michael hasn't taken over dean's body yet but he's already in his thoughts controlling him saying "Mm -mm, don't do it don't do it but that's because he was fighting for so long and he wanted to make sure dean knew you can't beat me because i think dean thought when i slice him Michael will die or Michael's spirit will be taken to the never reasons or whatever. And that didn't work out. And he saw everybody on the ground. And I think that with all the other things that have happened and seeing what he did on the other earth, I think it's shaken him to his core because Jack doesn't have his archangel abilities. The other angels, for whatever reason, are staying out of this particular fight. And it's just them. And as usual, they didn't wait for anyone. They didn't even wait for the other honors to come. They're like, we can do it by ourselves. No, you can't. You can't take on no. Michael by yourself. No, you, you need everybody. You need everybody on everybody. deck and ready to go. Everybody. Not just the four of you. No. Especially at the strength level that you guys are at this time. Maybe if Jack was full Jack. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And if they had the eggs still and they had yeah. multiple forms of being able to kind of take over in this situation, yes. kind of overtake Because nor- in previous seasons when they would have some big bad spiritual, they'd have like a spell so they try and capture them in like a little like um, in, in, in a cage or in some sort of angel holding something. And they didn't try, they, they just went in thinking I'm going to kill Michael. I was like, dude, you guys have tried to kill Michael like five times. It's not working. So so you need a new plan. But they went in like guys always do. I know what to do. That male self-confidence. Listen to a woman. Listen to a woman. I mean, they don't have any women on their team. Mary. They, yes. But she's their mom. They kind of listen to her. Well, mm. Dean breaks Kaya Spear. Michael. DeMichael breaks Kaya Spear. So it's gone. She's going to be pissed. And uh, Michael's taking over Dean and he says, you know, the reason he let go in the first place was because Dean was resisting and cared about everybody too much. But this time he's going to break him. He's going to crush him. He's going to destroy him. And that's the reason he did this is because he left a little crack, a crack in the door open. He could get in and get out. I mean, Cherry thinks that he's been coming in and out. I think that That doorman. I think he's just been able to control enough of Dean to still kind of stay present in his mind. Uh, But uh, Dean will be buried and be gone this time. Yes. And Michael has a whole army waiting for his command and his nefarious plan. And we go to black. That's the end of the episode. That's the end of your mid-season finale, you guys. This is what they leave us with. And now we have to wait a whole month. A whole month. Merry Five Christmas. Weeks. Bah humbug. Five weeks to find out what's bah gonna happen. Um, loved this episode though. It was a really good episode. That first opening, uh usually they it's only about fifteen or so minutes, mm-hmm. maybe thirteen to fifteen minutes. The first uh this was like almost twenty five minutes before we got commercial break. It was a solid very episode. long first part in and really digging in and I was like is the episode tonight like an hour and a half or something? <laughs> because I'm like, how are they going to, what are they going to do in the next 35 minutes? Like, how is this possible? So fun. So great. And I loved that opening se- title sequence. That was really fun. Like, 
the title sequences, they keep changing them every time this year. And it's just so fun because normally they change it once a season or maybe like two times a season after the mid-season. But this time they're really cutting and editing so that you get like a feeling of the past um, episodes as well as a feeling of what this episode's going to be like. And it's fun. The opening scene is always great because it really just kind of recaps everything that you, you know, might have missed or forgot about. And I always love that. Um, But speaking of other things I love, Cherry, we're going to talk our special segment tonight is since we are in the holiday, you know, world right now and it's it's Christmas, Kwanzaa, Festivus, uh, Hanukkah, all the things right now, holidays. Uh, We're going to talk about what our favorite movie, Christmas, winter holiday movie is. So, Cherry, do you want to tell me what yours is? Mine is The Iron Giant, which was Brad Bird's first major animated film. It came out, gosh, I think 20 years ago. Love it. It's about a giant robot that lands in the small town in the 1950s during the Cold War. And this little boy finds him. They become friends. And at first everyone thinks the giant is evil, but he really wants to be a superhero and be good. And it's like every year I'm like, oh, my little Grinch heart goes bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> oh, Iron Giant. I have I've a Christmas never seen date. that. I have You've to watch that. No, giant? I've never even heard of it. Oh my gosh, it's fabulous. Fabulous. I'll tweet out the little YouTube commercial tonight, and I'll tweet it at you as well so you can see it. Absolutely. It is a truly wonderful film. It's heartwarming. There's sad moments or happiness. It's all about friendship. It's all about not judging a book by its cover or a giant robot by its giant, giant robot hands. Cool. Love that movie. What's yours? Well, mine is fairly traditional. Uh, It is White Christmas. I love Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, Rosemary Clooney, Vera (laughs) Ellen. Vera Ellen was my spirit animal as a kid growing up from her tiny waist and her amazing dancing ability. And I watched that every year with my mom (laughs) and I had to like watch it. It's just the colors are so beautiful. Mm -hmm. The dance sequences and the choreography is amazing. I think it stands. It was one of the first movies to come out in color back then uh it's just got everything it's got comedy it's got drama it's got the love story i just the friendship i just as a whole as a christmas movie it's just one of those things and it's such a classic it is a classic traditional christmas movie i, I mean everyone's seen it everyone yeah. knows it i love it it's everyone my knows the song it's my favorite I'm yeah irving berlin's white christmas. christmas all right so uh let's do some fan shout outs i'm gonna fan shout out shout- uh Miss Victoria, who commented on my Facebook today and said hello, and she's, you know, she's a huge Supernatural fan. Thank you for always watching and being so supportive. We really appreciate you, Victoria. Merry Christmas back to you. Thank you for reaching out and saying hello. Uh, Cherry, you got some uh, shout-outs for us as well? No. No? Uh, Well, uh, let's see here. We've got... uh, Fandom D Saint has said, uh, boo mid season finale cliffhangers. Always. They always leave us hanging right at the end. They have to so that we are so amped up and excited. Uh, we knew this was going to be big. It's always the mid season. So they're always going to do something like that. Um, and leave us wondering what's going to happen. And today it was us finding out that DeMichael is back. So. Thank trouble. you. Thank you guys so much for joining in on the chat. Uh, Cherry, you've got some news for us, though, don't you? Yes, I have lots of fun news. TV news. 
So first of all, we're starting out. Misha Collins is one busy guy. He now has a new podcast project called The Angel of Vine. It's a fictional true crime podcast starring Joe Man- Mangiello. 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 Alfred Molina, Constance Simmer, Alan Tadaki, Camille Ludington, Mike Coulter, and of course our Castillo himself, Misha. You can find that on um, Apple and all the streaming services. So, super cool. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I love that. Looks like I have a little Christmas time podcast to be listening to, in addition to, of course, our After Buzz TV podcast. Awesome. Thank you. I love Constance Zimmer. She was in uh, Unreal. She plays the amazingly evil boss lady I manipulative love she's boss fantastic bitch. and obviously Joe Manganiello he's from he's done so many things I he's gorgeous I, I can the only thing I can think of right now that he's from is Magic Mike and that he's dating Sofia Vergara oh no they got married I thought oh they are they married, married now I thought so oh. and then he was on that vampire show on HBO he's done a ton of he's done a ton he's of stuff gorgeous uh, and he looks lovely shirtless and before Oh, you've got something else? Oh, I have tons. And then, it's not tons. Um, We've only got a few minutes left. Oh, no. Choose your oh, best one. Ah! Oh, so if you're looking for a last-minute holiday gift, uh, Creation Entertainment has a fundraiser with our SPI and friends. It includes signed TV guides by our favorite cast members. Oh, cool. A miniature car, um, other doohickeys and doogs. So it is the perfect nerd gift location on eBay. It's not just Supernatural, but they have a bunch of other stuff from their mini creation uh, conventions. They're done for the year, but they will be starting out hard 2019. And I totally want to go to Seattle because that's the next Supernatural one. It's going to be in Seattle in January. Yay! Thank you, Cherry, for the news. Sorry, guys. We have to cut it short just because we're running out of time right now. Um, But Cherry, maybe I'll tweet out the rest of the news that she had to you guys. If you want to see it, check out her on Twitter. Uh, let's get into some predictions before we wrap for the day. Just in case you didn't know, Dean isn't home right now. Please leave a message. Uh, he's back in his suit again, which I know you just love his him being dapper. Suit. But I also noticed he's got the angel cuffs on. Yes. So they are containing him, which is, I'm assuming, how they get him back to the bunker yes. and how we kind of get this uh, head thing on to control his thoughts and for Sam and Cass to get into his psyche to figure out where Dean is. But they can't find Dean, which is why Michael said he's going to be buried. He's gone this time. What are your predictions, Cherry? Knock, knock. Nobody's home. But it's supernatural. You know, they'll save him eventually. I think it's going to be a major fight to get Michael out. And I think they're going to need some major angel help. I'm wondering if God's back from his permanent vacation. I mean, how can he be gone so long and not have any care about checking out what's going on in the world? My God allows humans self-determination. So, you know, he's been working on us for a long time. He needs a vacation. He does need a vacation, and obviously he's been around for a real long time. Long so even time. a even a year long vacation would would make sense. But if <laughs> if all is going literally to hell in a handbasket, we we need some help here. Help me. We need some help. But uh, come back to us. I'm hoping that 
they're going to be able to they'll be able to find Dean I think at some point but I think it's going to be beyond this next these next few episodes we're really only I mean we're over a third of the way into the season but we're not that I mean it's we're not even halfway through no, yet halfway through, there's so there's so much. so much more that we're gonna see and I feel like we've literally hit like 15 episodes with all the information that they've given us this year so far so it's really been a truly interesting season and I can't wait for January to come around so we can find out what's going on uh, but Cherry where can everyone find you until we come back January 17th you can find me Cherry underscore LA on Twitter and Instagram. And this is Lindsay here. You guys can find me on all things social media at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y W-E-G-N-E-R. Thank you so much for tuning in for our mid-season finale episode of Supernatural here at AfterBuzz. Make sure to subscribe and check out all of our other shows. Thank you for being the best fans. Please tweet us while we're gone for the next couple weeks. We want to hear from you. We want to discuss what's going on. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you in a few weeks. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.